Are you well? I thought you were. This is Tomo. Welcome to the Morning Line Reborn. And what a setting. We are live here in Newmarket. It's the headquarters of British Racing, as you know. And we're sitting outside the Tech Room restaurant at the Palace House Racing Museum. And we're looking at a life-size bronze statue of the great Frankel, unbeaten 14 out of 14. And when I say we, I've got Royal Ascot winning trainer Charlie Fellows with it. Good morning, Charlie. You well? Good morning, Tomo. You're quite good good at this, aren't you? You're very good at this. (laughs) We and George need to get a few lessons off you on how to present a podcast. George who? George Scott. Now, he's your great friend and rival? He is a massive rival. I hate seeing his horses win. It's an absolute disaster when they win. And you have a bet at the end of the year? We have a bet at the end of the year dinner on who's had the most winners and the most prize money but it's not really a competition anymore it gets a bit boring (laughs) (laughs) we must ask him about that and sitting on my left is the man who won the grand national back in 1981 bob champion mb morning bob morning derek how are you i'm well how are you I'm in great form. A lovely day here in Newmarket, and um, as it always is, and the museum's a terrific place to come and visit and have a coffee. It is fantastic. When you come here, you bump into lots of old friends, don't you? Yeah, you do, actually. You know, you've got a great lot of people coming in, you know, especially for the people coming, looking around, and then you've got regulars like you here. I know. <laughs> I love coming here. And one of the reasons I come here is because the Racing Museum is good, and Emily Davy is here from the Racing Museum. This is an incredible place. Oh, thank you, Derek. We like I know, and there's so much to see. What's your favourite exhibit inside? What is the thing that you go in and say, wow, that is special? My favourite is um, the ROR yard where we keep our X racehorses. So we've got up to eight X racehorses in the Rothschild yard at any time where you can come and meet the real heroes of the sport. Lovely retraining of racehorses. We'll hear more about that later. Now, also today, we're going to be joined by the belly on the telly. Yeah, Gary Wiltshire. Now, he's not just going to tell us about racing. He's got some belly busters this weekend. He's going to tell us about the football, the best bet. He's also going to tell us about a a greyhound that could win the Irish Derby. And he's also going to tip the Rugby Union World Cup winner because the World Cup starts in Japan this weekend. We're also going to go to Newbury. We'll be live at Newbury because it's the uh, Dubai Duty Free Mill Reef Stakes, the big race for the two-year-olds. And I'm hoping, between you and I guys, that a certain Frankie de Torre might be popping in. So, But first of all, come on, it's the Open Weekend this weekend. You're the chairman of the Henry Cecil Open Weekend. Charlie, tell us about it. So, we have got the newly branded Henry Cecil Open Weekend, which is fantastic. A group of Henry's, or Sir Henry's owners, got together and decided that they wanted to put some money uh, to remembering the name of Sir Henry Cecil. And he was very fond of sort of looking after stable lads and their well-being and maybe when they got through bad times and as a result they came to us with this idea of sponsoring the open weekend and a lot of the money or all the money goes towards charities that will benefit stable lads if you come along and the weather looks like it's going to be amazing we had two shocking years of weather so far this year it looks like it's going to be great there's racing on the saturday the vets practices the racing museum uh, long hole stud which is a rehab um stud outside newmarket mm-hmm. uh the racing school all will be open on the saturday you'll be able to go and look around and then on the sunday the big pull is mr gosden is going to be cantering a few of his stars enable 
Enable. Enable. Stradivarius. Logician. Logician. The ledger winner. The ledger winner. All cantering up Warren Hill at uh, around 8 o'clock in the morning. There's other trains as well. Sir Michael Stout is sending horses up. William Haggis is sending horses up. Uh, and there'll be a few others as well. All between 8 and 9. And then after that, 22 yards open their doors to the public. Um, great yards like James Fanshaw's, Pegasus Stables. Uh, Marco Botti's got a beautiful new yard. Hugo Palmer's opening his. David Simcock. I will be opening my doors. Roger Varian opening his yard. So plenty of yards to look around. And over on the Hamilton Road, you've got Stuart Williams, who's had an unbelievable year this year. Uh, Ray Guest and I think Godolphin are opening one of their rehab yards as well over on the Hamilton Road. And that all happens between about 9 and 12. And then in the afternoon, you've got the show jumping, Ryan Moore. Ryan Moore. I think so. That's the plan. And a few others. A lot of jockeys, all hopefully... Uh, riding the show jumping we've got pony club games I've got a team entered oh I used to love pony club yeah, games pony club games so loads of stuff and then there'll be a dog show and there'll be food and drink on the severals as well so loads and loads going on if you want to come and look behind the scenes you've never seen a racing yard before come this weekend all the money goes to charity um, under 15s come in free and you can buy tickets on the door when you get here very easy. I tell you what, it's incredible, isn't it? And Bob Champion, listen to that. Money goes to charity. Last weekend, we had the Pat Smullen race in Ireland. It was fantastic. Oh, it was a great race. You know, all those top-class jockeys riding there and um, had to have a jump jockey going winning it, didn't they? Yes. Um, but AP did start as a flat jockey over there, but I think he only had about eight winners on the flat. But um, then he turned to jumping and wasn't too bad, was he? He wasn't too <laughs> bad, I tell you. Listen, talking of charity, Bob Champion Cancer Trust. That was set up after Alden E.T won the Grand National after you recovered from cancer. An incredible time and still going strong. It is actually you know when I won the National people sent their winnings to the Royal Mars in care of me and Professor Peckham and Nick Ambricos the horse's owner thought it would set it up Hmm. and we thought it would run a couple of years and to be honest and um, we got quite a lot of money in so we thought we'd better start being professional and um, so we got professional and we've raised about 15 million we've got 15 million 15 million Um, we've got two research laboratories one in the Royal Marston which has been very very successful and we opened a new one up in Norwich Science Park and that's the bee's knees a couple of years ago and Professor Colin Cooper moved up from the Marston to head that up and um, he's doing a fantastic job you are incredible. And I tell you, what was it, 1980, uh, 1979, they, they gave you, what was it, six months to live? No, about four months, actually. Four months. <laughs> but, you know, they didn't really know. They gave me four months without treatment and they gave me a 30% chance of living. But um, thankfully, things have gone on. And um, basically, if I'd got my cancer um 18 months before there was no cure and um you know i was lucky the 30 percent and now it's 95 percent um cure that's all through science let's be honest the scientists and um you know i keep thinking when when i go up to our research labs it'll all be bunsen burners and everything it's all computers now is it and you know i always remember on the the film the the hollywood film that they made about your life story just to mention you know a, a guy going up to a hollywood producer and say hey there's a great story this guy gets cancer he nearly dies he teams up with the horse that they were going to put down and he, he wins the greatest race in the world yeah the Hollywood producer said oh don't be silly it would never work but it did and there's something I want to ask you is it true you got a telegram on the day of the race from a lady saying 
Unfortunately, my 15-year-old daughter died of cancer. You have to win this race and shout it from the rooftops. That is true, actually. You know, I got a hell of a lot of telegrams. It wasn't text those days. And, um, you know, they used to send telegrams up to the race course and all the jockeys were getting telegrams. And that was actually true. Incredible story. Well, I've now been joined by the belly on the telly. Gary Wiltshire, are you annoyed that they call you the belly on the telly? No, I love it, Tom. Do you? Because you have quite a large... I've lost a lot of weight, though, Tom. I was 37 stone when I was on BBC. I'm now down to 24. Well done. So I've lost 13 stone, but that was with a bit of medical help (laughs) and the old gastric sleeve and uh, the the doctor got his money's worth. Now, talking of money's worth, you're famous because you laid Frankie de Tori to win all seven races at Ascot in 1996. He did and then you named your grandson what yeah well i never named him but charlie named him frankie after this he said you'll never forget that but anyway that's years gone by tom oh, i'm here to give you a bit of value i'm in scotland this week with a silver cup and the air gold cup oh, yes. and i've got a five-star nap for you is this weekend is this scotland. one of the belly busters this will win tom right it's not an horse, yeah. unfortunately. It's a football team called East Fife. I've heard of them. They opened up a big price earlier. The team they're playing have got a lot of injuries this weekend. We can back them at 10 to 11. Bit of evens in a place, East Fife. That's the five-star nap this week. East Fife in Scotland. Forget about the Air Gold Cup. Too hard, Tom. We're at the Valley. East Fife. What else have you got this weekend? I think Saturday night, Tom, as well. We've got the uh, Irish... Derby going on here. The Greyhound Derby. Yeah, the Greyhound Derby. Oh, and yeah. I fancy a dog who's 12 to 1 each way called Boyle Sports King. Yeah. It's drawn in trap six. You've got to play each way. 12 to 1. Quarterly odds to place. Right. Only five dog race as well. Trap five will be odds on. I'm not worried about the five dog. I think we can win. Or if we don't win, I think we'll be second. So we're getting three to one. It's all about value, Tomo. And the rugby. I know it's already started. Yeah, yesterday. the started rugby. The World Friday. Cup in Japan. Started the money this week. There's only one team everyone, so everyone wants to back. You you named it early. You said they was eight to one. What's the team, Tomo? South Africa. They're now four to one. They'll be back from eight to one to four to one. You've got to get on. Tomo, I've got to go. I'm having a nice scotch pie and a nice ice cream. Got to go. See you next week. See you, Gary. Gary Wiltshire, the belly on the telly. Now, he's not tipping a horse in the Air Gold Cup, but Bob Champion, have you got one? I've got to go for the favourite, Buffer Zone. You know, he's gone up £5 for winning about six days ago. I'm sure the handicapper would have given him a little bit more. And um, he's a fresh horse. I think he's only about fifth run, four-year-old. And, um, you know, for me, he's the business. It's interesting. David O'Meara is running five in the race. Incredible five in the race. And Danny Tudhope, who is his number one jock, uh, rides. He's picked Arecibo. So that was third in the Portland handicap at Doncaster. So... That could be an interesting bet. The Air Gold Cup Saturday, going to be a massive crowd on the west coast of Scotland. You know, when I was young, when I did my first ever uh, World of Sport, I did it from Air Racecourse. Did you really? Honestly. I've never been to Air. Have you not? No, no, never been there. You must go. They've got a lovely hotel, the Western House Hotel. Uh, it's, a, it's a great spot. You, you, did you ride the winner of the Scottish National there? No, I didn't, Derek. Stop rubbing it in. I was second. Oh, <laughs> that's a shame. Hard luck, I tell you. Hey, what are you running this weekend, Charlie? We have got three runners tomorrow. We've got one in the big race at Newbury, the Dubai Duty Free Handicap. Nice horse called Free Rolling. He's a monster. He never ran until he was four because he's so big. Yeah. And we've sort of been chasing some money, some prize money, over a trip that was too short. And he ran in the London Mile at Kempton last time out. And he was a very good eye-catching fifth, staying on all the way to the line. He steps up to 10 furlongs, which will suit him. He's got no weight on his back. 
and he's got a cracking draw. And at 25 to 1, he could be quite a nice price. Wow. Um, or oh. not could be, he is a nice price. And oh. I just fancy him to run all right. I'm just running down to the Betfred betting shop in the high street, but keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> and then we've got another, we've got a runner at Chelmsford. Uh, in the afternoon, a horse called Rudy Lewis. He's, I'm afraid, he's a bit more obvious than free rolling. He was incredibly unlucky at Thirst last time out. Never got a run. Poor Stevie Donahoe. Everywhere he went, he hit, hit a blind alley. And um, he'll run at Chelmsford. Step up to ten furlong should suit. And the second in the race that he, he ran in Thirst was gone and won since. So form looks rock solid. Now, also, I understand you're hoping to win the Cambridgeshire next week and you're hoping to win the Melbourne Cup in November. But more about that in a few moments. Well, there's a good meeting at Newbury this weekend. We've got the famous Mill Reef Stakes, a big race for the two-year-olds. And I'm pleased to say, live from Newbury now, is Philip Brannan, the Chief Executive Officer of Sports Guide International. Philip, how's it looking there? It's looking great here, Tom. We've got a, a great day in prospect. As you say, we featured the Group 2 Dubai Duty Free Mill Reef Stakes, and it's a fantastic race. This The past four winners have gone on to Group 1 success, and there's plenty of interest in here. So, what's going to win? Pierre Lapin, I hear, is quietly fancied. Pierre Lapin is... is well fancied uh, it comes after a, a four month break which would have to be a little bit of a concern but won really impressively at Haydock yeah. um, on uh, debut and, uh, and comes straight to the group 2 Mill Reef half brother of course to Harry Angel who's won this race before what about Mill Reef itself Andrew Balding his dad trained Mill Reef could he win it he did, and he could win it with Shaden, uh, who is a, a fascinating prospect, and it would be terrific if, once again, the, the winner of the Dubai Duty Free Mill Reef uh, Stakes could come out of Park House locally, uh, trained here, of course, to Newbury at uh, Park House Kingsclear. Yeah. Now, listen, there's also, you go over to Sweden a lot. There's a big meeting there at Bro Park in Stockholm on Sunday, and I believe there are plenty of British Raiders. Plenty of British traders, ten runners going over altogether, seven British trainers targeting this day. And why wouldn't you? There's nearly half a million pounds worth of prize. Wow. Stockholm Cup day, the big race is the Group 3 Stockholm Cup. That in itself is worth £140,000. It was won by a British horse for the first time last year in Thundering Blue, sent over by David Menwissier. And Marco Bossi has got crowned eagle in there. Ed Dunlop uh, sends Amazing Red, but just one of ten... British runners on Stockholm's big day on Sunday. Listen, it promises to be a great weekend. Have a great time. Enjoy yourself. Thanks, will do. Cheers, Tomo. Oh, that was good. Philip Brown and live from Newbury. By the way, there's an interesting horse in the first at Newbury on Saturday in the 145, a horse called Dakota Gold, trained by Michael Dodds in uh, Darlington, ridden by Connor Beasley. He's won his last four races. Absolutely incredible. And he stood for two months in his stable earlier in the year because he got very badly injured. They thought they were going to retire him. But Michael Dodds brought him back, nursed him back. And Connor Beasley, who was riding, former champion apprentice, had a life-threatening injury four years ago. And the doctor said, you might never walk again, never mind ride again. But he's, he's bounced back. He is some jockey, isn't he? 
He is very, very good jockey. I'm glad to see him come back. And, um, you know, you need a lot of luck in this game. And um, you ride a couple of winners and everybody's looking at you again. It's true. By the way, you, we were talking about the Mill Reef. What do you fancy in the Mill Reef? Oh, I've got to go for the Richard Hannon horse and Mystery Power. He's got the great added Ryan Moore riding it. I know he's got to give three pounds to the others. Won his first two. I thought he disappointed uh, his third run, but he's had 56 days off and um, he'll be a fresh horse. He is incredible, Ryan Moore. I remember when he started off as an apprentice with Richard Hannon, and I rang him because I was impressed with this guy. And I said, Richard, what's this guy, this young guy like Ryan Moore? He said, he's incredible. He's suicidal if he doesn't ride three winners a day. And I joked, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, no, really, he is that determined. He's, he is, uh, sadly, he's not ridden for me very much. I think he's only ridden twice for me just because he's always so in demand. Um, but he is a wonderful jockey and on the very odd occasion that he has ridden for me, the feedback, not only the, the, the information he knew prior to the race, without even sitting on the horse, uh, but also the feedback after the race is second to none. He is incredible. Uh, by the way, there's a meeting here. We start the goal season here at Newmarket on Saturday. Uh, we've got the Cesarowicz uh, trial, the Heathcote Hotel Cesarowicz trial. The bottom weight is trained here by Sir Mark Prescott, number eight, Land of Oz. And he was third in the Melrose at York last time out and gets in with bottom weight. And it's interesting that James Doyle goes to Chelmsford on Saturday, despite the attraction of all the other meetings. And he rides for William Haggis, a horse called Shora, a three-year-old who runs in the 505, which could be interesting now come on i remember last year i think it was last july we were standing on the gallops you and i watching your horses and he said there's a horse called prince of aaron i'm thinking of sending him for the melbourne cup and i sort of what melbourne cup young trainer you know never well but you used to work there i did used to work there i worked there for a year for lee friedman uh just outside melbourne had a great time uh, and I suppose that probably fueled that desire to go back there with a, with a, another horse at some point. And you sent Prince of Aaron, you true to your word, and he finished third in the Melbourne Cup. Yeah, yeah third. Nearly won. Nearly won, and uh, what was even more remarkable is that actually he won three days before the race to qualify to, for the Melbourne Cup. Incredible. So, he, so, come on, the question is, how is he, and is he going to win the Melbourne Cup this year? He's actually he's in very 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 good form. Uh, he's he's had a he's had a very different year to last year. Actually, last year he flew further than any other racehorse in the entire world. Last year, really, how many miles? Uh, do you know what? I wouldn't have a clue. But I can do horses get air miles? They don't get air miles. Oh, no. you could have been first class so, on Emirates all the time. He's owned by an Emirati, so he flies in Sheikh Mohammed's plane, which is pretty good for him, I think. Can we fly on that as well? No, oh, you no, can't, no. Tomo. Sorry, no, mate. No, no, no. Um, but uh, he, what did he do? He flew England to Dubai, Dubai back to England, England to America, to New York, New York back to England, racing in between all of this. England out to Australia, Australia onto Hong Kong, Hong Kong back to England, and then out to Dubai again. Incredible. Um, this year he hasn't done any of that. He was actually very sick when he was in Dubai on his second start. So he's had a holiday and he's just started to get going. He was third in a group three at Kempton the other day. He galloped yesterday afternoon with a horse of William Haggis's called Raheen House, and they worked really well together. Um, 
he's just I feel like he's getting to the ball you're p- pushing me to tell me oh, which yeah. one was going better yes, aren't you come on which one <laughs> uh, I uh, this is an unbiased I think actually Prince of Aaron was probably going better really trained yeah. by yourself trained by myself <laughs> yeah <laughs> correct lovely so all uh, systems go for the so Melbourne all Cup. systems go he flies <laughs> next Thursday yeah. he's in great form the plan is to run in the Herbert Power which is early October mm. And then he might take in the Lexus again, which is the Saturday before the Melbourne Cup, or we'll go straight to the Melbourne Cup, depending on how he is. Listen, you know when we fly, we sit in seats. How do horses fly? So they fly in a, in a crate, and the crate is either split up into two or three compartments, and it's basically like a horse going in the back of a horse box. It's exactly the same. They have no idea that they're thousands of feet up in the air. Mm. Uh, there's lots of hay and water and um, feed for them. There's vets on the plane who do it every day. There's traveling professional traveling grooms. And the most important thing when a horse tra- travels is to make sure they eat and drink. Yes. Because pneumonia or you know, getting a temperature, those are really dangerous and that can be, that can be lethal. Listen, I've got to tell you, you were third last year. Who won the race last year? Charlie Appleby. Yes. And annoyingly, yes. my <laughs> granny, who's getting on a bit, um, she hurt last year. The next day, she heard on the news that a Charlie had won the Melbourne Cup. <laughs> And she got incredibly excited, thinking yes. I'd won the Melbourne Cup, and it wasn't. It was Charlie Appleby. Oh, that's a shame. But I know. Even so, I must tell you, <clears throat> I was in Dubai at the time, and I was flying back from Dubai, got on the uh, Emirates flight, and there was Charlie. There was Charlie in the next door seat. Yeah. And you know what he had with him? The Melbourne Cup. The Melbourne yeah. Cup. So it was a, I tell you, it was a good trip back. I'd say it was a very good trip back. I, yeah. Very annoying. There we go, just Charlie Appleby with all his hundred horses coming, coming and beating little old me oh, and little old Huey Morrison as well. Uh, little old Huey Morrison. Yeah. yeah, it's incredible. I'm hoping. I'm hoping Frankie Dettori is going to call in soon. I'm hoping. Um, Bob, you're doing the well. I know the Tom and Champ Road Show. Tell us, we have got one coming up at uh, Southall Racecourse in November. Yes, we have. We're looking forward to it. The others have been gone really well, actually, mm. and um, you talk to different places, and um, they've been enjoyable evenings and. Uh, um, people have enjoyed it. Um, Andrew Thornton pops along occasionally, gives a little bit of information, but they're a great night out. Well, look who's joined us now. Frankie Dettori. How are you doing, big fella? Hi, Derek. Hey, it's good. Now, how many group ones are this season? 16? 16. <laughs> it's incredible. It's incredible. Listen, lots of people are coming up and wanting your autograph, and I know you're a busy guy. How long are you going to continue jumping off at your age? Until my knees uh, keep going, at the moment they're fine, but uh, we'll see. We'll see. It is incredible. Have you changed your riding style this year? Because I think you have. No, I haven't. I'm very lucky that I work for a great stable, Claire Raven, John Gosden. We've got some fantastic horses, and, uh, and they're, they're in good form. So that's a, a very good combination. It's going so well. Gosden's great. Logician. What a horse. Yeah, he won... Um, his fifth race in a row, won the ledger, uh, he's going to stay in training and uh, lots to look forward to. And Enable, how is she? Enable good, I rode her on Wednesday, she's in good form. We've got uh, three weeks to go, so uh, you know, let's hope we can get her there in one piece. We're going to try what no other horse has done it before, so we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll try. It's going to be hard, but uh, she's a good filly and she's going to give her best. You were in Longchamp on Sunday, weren't you? And did anything there say, ooh, that's going to be dangerous for Enable? 
Yeah, I would say the free road, and uh, I'm a big fan of Japan. He's, uh, he's going to be a tough nut to crack, but uh, hey, you're not going to have an easy arc. Everybody's going to turn up, and it's going to be very hard fought. And at the end of this year, are you going to have a big party, and you're going to have champagne for everyone? So when is it? And don't forget to invite Tomo. At the moment, no. I'm planning to spend the winter away. I'm all over the place. So uh, we might have a party in the spring. You're on. Good bye, luck. Bye, bye, See you, big fellow. He is incredible, isn't he? What a jockey. Absolutely fantastic. Ever since he came over here as an apprentice, yeah. you know, he's had um, ups and downs, but like every jockey, you know, if you work hard enough, you get back, and um, he's had some fantastic seasons. Um, this, of course, absolutely brilliant, but, um, you know, he is a real professional, and the thing I like about him, he doesn't rely on the stick and um, he gets hold of their heads and you know he pushes their heads the last three strides he pushes their heads out just getting that extra half inch which is enough to win a race you know i always remember him i've known him since he came over as a young lad and he was homesick he nearly went back and i I said no you've got to stay and he was homesick for italy and i used to he used to live in the top of the town in a small flat and he had a lock-up garage one of those where you pull the thing up and in there, he had an equisizer, which is, a, you know, a sort of a, a horse that you train on. And um, I remember seeing him, and he used to play loud garage music, because it was in his garage. And he would pump away for 30 minutes. Now, I got on for two minutes, and I collapsed. It was that hard. He's, he's super fit, isn't he? He's, ve- he's very, very fit. And I, and I think, I think his, what he has done for horse racing over the last 30 years... Uh, can never be understated and when he goes because eventually he will go he will be a massive loss to this sport because everyone knows him everyone recognizes him and he transcends the sport like very few other people do the apart from yourself tomo (laughs) thank you got got that listen um uh, we've got the uh what is it the cambridgeshire coming up next week what's the horse cambridgeshire king ottica yeah great chance once rain if it rains next week and there is possibility of rain throughout the week if the ground is sort of easy good to soft easier than good to soft massive chance let's get back to emily emily what are we doing here can people come to the racing museum this weekend and and in in the future Yes, of course. So for the open weekend, we are open for all ticket holders. So if you've bought a Henry Cecil open weekend wristband, come down anytime. Um, but specifically Saturday at 12, we've got the hacks showing class. So the trainers hacks are coming down and showing off, basically. Going to be judged by Matthew Pryor from Tats. And um, I think it's just a bit of fun, really. But it's the hacks time to shine my I don't, hack, yeah. yeah I was going to say my hack's coming is your hack in fine form he is yeah endless acres he was second in the Ascot stakes at Royal Ascot um, he's ready he, uh, he had a practice yesterday apparently behaved appallingly <laughs> oh good <laughs> so, aren't, you, aren't you riding him then I'm not I, sadly amazing I've actually I'm going in a second to a wedding in Derby so I'm not here I'm back Sunday morning <laughs> whose wedding is it yours no 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 it's my wife's sister oh right oh, well that's okay and um, so who's riding the hack uh, my head girl, your, your favourite head girl in the in Newmarket, yeah, what's Cheryl. Cheryl, yeah, and uh, she's got more. Are she's we, got. More, yeah, what were you going to say there? More that? tattoos. <laughs> be very nice. she's, got, yeah. she's got more tattoos. Yeah, loads of tattoos. Got a new tattoo the other day. Yeah, oh. I haven't seen it yet. Thank, <laughs> thank God. you, thank you. Well, listen, let's finish this because the morning line reborn. We've got to give people a chance to come to Newmarket. So, come on, I'm going to ask you, what can you do as a prize? Come on, what 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 could you put up? Well, we can put up a 
guided tour of the museum so if you're a racing fan you can have a look around you can meet the horses that we've got in the ROR yard and see our amazing exhibitions as well I tell you what let's do that Mm -hmm. Charlie what else can we do yeah well they can come in the morning have a morning on the gallops with me see the horses out on exercise have a look around Bedford House stables which is my yard uh, and then come on to the racing museum afterwards wow and Bob what can you offer Um, a morning on the gallops with me and um, breakfast here at the museum (laughs) wow and the bacon sarnies are the best in Newmarket now how can people where do they apply where do they go to answer what what what, just send us your name what what is it if you go onto the palace house facebook page we'll have all the information on there honestly and that will be good and we'll announce next week who has won the competition this is absolutely fantastic well guys we're live here i hope you've enjoyed the first episode of the morning line reborn we'll be back at the same time next week with more news and views from the world of racing here in newmarket